Well, hello everyone. Nice to be back. It's, uh, thank you again for listening to my podcast. So I'm just going to get right into this one. As an introduction on what is uh, about to happen is we went to a oyster festival the weekend past. It would be the 27th of March. Got invited and naturally I would go. I would jump on my horse and go all the way. Only joking, I do have a car. So we went to the oyster festival. It's in the northwest region of South Africa. For those of you looking at a map, you will see it's quite inland. And to make it more interesting, it is in Hartbeespoort that the Oyster Festival was held. We were hosted by the wonderful team of African Swiss, the restaurant where it took place, and of course the team from Oyster Bay that made this possible with oysters and wine pairing. Now the following sound clips that you are about to listen to was taken live by myself and my wife went with so she had the camera in hand as well i did the recording live at the african swiss restaurant so the following clips will be as we took them after a bit of editing of course so i do hope that you will enjoy it as much as we did i spoke to a lady called madeleine she represented oyster bay and also to michael the owner and proprietor of African Swiss. So stay tuned and enjoy. African Swiss, Sport. it's the Oyster Festival. First of its kind in the Northwest, as I'm, far as I'm concerned. That I've heard. And we've got representatives from Oyster Bay, and you spell bay with a B-A-E, not the one at the coast. Exactly, it's like your first love, it's your bay, it's, your it's bay. not just a location. <laughs> Oyster Bay, we bring the Cape Coast to you, so that's where the whole thing comes from. We're from Hearties, but it's all about fresh oysters, great wine. And the pairing of both. Pairing of both, because you know, good wine changes the oyster. Oyster changes a good wine, it's a beautiful blend of everything It's a together. good combination, mm-hmm. and the socialist and... You guys are doing the whole oyster thing and you said earlier off mic that it's basically an oyster root. Yes, this is the first start of the Hearty's Oyster Root. Because it started with us being so frustrated, especially during COVID times. We, we, love, we love fresh oysters. And you, first of all, then before COVID, you could only find frozen oysters mm. around the dam in Pretoria. It's the slimy ones, mm. and we hate that. Then COVID came, supply chain Broken. messed up, couldn't find anything. And then we were lucky enough to have a trip down to the coast, and we just dived in. Oysters for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. <laughs> and we wanted to bring that back here. And we have this great friend, Michael, here at African Swiss with yes. immense love for oysters. Also, couldn't find oysters during COVID times. So. And with Oyster Bay now, beautiful supply chain, oysters from the first oyster farm in South Africa started in 1949. And Michael, loving oysters, this is how it all starts now, celebrating that we can get oysters again. But there's a much bigger picture. Tell us about the bigger picture. People in Joburg and Pretoria, frustrated, not a lot to do, tired of going more to malls over weekends. It's true. Now, instead of having to fly down, it's risky during COVID times. You can just take a lovely drive around the dam. It's the start of the Hearties Oyster Route. 
10 restaurants, each selected for their culinary expertise, okay. wine pairings to go with it, all professionally recommended. But the first of it is African Swiss. It's okay. a great occasion to have your first one. Did you know? Yes, because African Swiss on a mountain slope, surrounded by trees in nature, mm. It's exactly what you want for a city break. It's strange because normally when people hear oysters, they're associated with the ocean. So people would drive down, or as you mentioned, you fly down, go for holiday, sit next to the beach at some fancy restaurant or whatever, and you do the, the oyster and the wine pairing. Now you bring that into the northwest of all places. You know what's so funny? Oysters we have here is fresher than the ones you're probably going to have in Cape Town. You're joking. Our oysters are harvested at night and, like I told you, established in 1949, the biggest oyster farm. Beautiful, beautiful fresh oysters. I'll tell you about the flavor profile later. <laughs> okay. Flown down at night, pick it up. It's at the restaurants before brunch the next morning. <laughs> and in Cape Town, you know, it gets trucked down here, here, there. You get two-day-old, three-day-old oysters there. And here, boom, harvested last night. Last night, fresh. Yeah. Still asleep, basically. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why we're really so passionate about bringing it here, supporting local. We don't yeah. just can't bring in oysters from other places anymore, mm. and we can't go down there anymore. So It's too risky, anyway. Luckily, we now can bring great oysters, great wine, no need for the travel. Uh, talk to me about supply and demands. If somebody like me would, for instance, say, look, I want to, I'm going to host a party and I need oysters. Is there a way that you guys can supply that to, a, to my doorstep or do I have to go to a certain place to pick it up? At the moment we're serving restaurants because okay. that's where our relationships start. We've frequented the places so often <laughs> so we now know where to put the oysters that we like. But yeah. we're also launching our home delivery system. Okay. So it can either be home delivery, yeah. but the model that we've actually seen works best is a quick pickup at some of our restaurants. Okay. We have some of our customers that said, listen, I'm entertaining this weekend. I need a platter of 50 oysters here, fresh oysters this way, and maybe baked and grilled oysters that way. Yes. That case, we bring it straight to you. Fresh, fresh, fresh. It was in the ocean last night. Other people say, well, maybe I just want six oysters. That's where the pickup point really helps. So okay. you pop down to African Swiss, you pop down to Vela, you pop down to Silver Orange, you pop down to Ignition. And that's so where you get it. That's where you get it. All perfectly prepared. You basically just have to put it in your own platter, in your own plate, so that it doesn't look like it was yeah, like somebody else did it for you you know <laughs> it's like me with my willy's cakes i always pretend it's mine oh there you go <laughs> secret we also do that at some point so we will get details for websites i see you guys are on instagram yes obviously yep. facebook instagram facebook um, but i do recommend following these pages because passionate about oysters, passionate about wine, yeah. but Instagram you will see our own recipe creation, our own wine pairings, Pairing. and it is doing really well. We're getting comments from people saying, I tried this, it worked so well with that wine, or I tried this recipe, it worked even better with this wine. So it's open communication with, with all the people on Insta. Basically, because not everybody likes an oyster. So, I mean, so let's let we guidelines. can get them started on a baked oyster, on a grilled oyster. Yeah. That's a good entry point. <laughs> but if you've had oysters and you don't like oysters because you think it's slimy, because mm. you've had a frozen oyster before, that's the difference. fresh oysters, completely different. 
it's a threefold flavor profile. First, you taste the ocean, you know, mm -hmm. that marine liqueur. Secondly, there's a sweetness that okay. comes through from that muscle, the adductor muscle, the big part that you see. And our oysters has this beautiful last meatiness. I okay. know oh, it's an oyster, but there's a meatiness to it. And that's from the exact spot in the ocean where the nutrients and all the different things come in and oh, it's, like it the, it's like the fillet of the ocean. There you go. So, question that I've been asked before, do you chew an oyster or you just swallow them? Depends on the size. Cocktail oysters, gulp it down. We have an OMG oyster, the shell's bigger than my hand, weighs 400 grams. I recommend chewing that <laughs> one, maybe, but no, it's because this isn't slimy, because mm. it's not sticky, it's a beautiful experience. So it's not going to be something that people are going to be like, oh, no, it's not for me. Uh, I don't like it. The other you know idea is that slime thing. Fried ones. Mm. There's no slime in these ones. That's the thing. People associate oysters with slime. And that's what they'll, uh, I'll skip it. Oh, I think you're going to gonna, you're gonna podcast your own experience with mm. your oysters. You're going to see. No, definitely I'm going to do that. It tastes like, it tastes like what a swim in the ocean feels, if it makes sense. It's a very good description, yes. So there you go, like the little mermaid, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Madeleine, so again, you guys for Oyster Bay, you're not located in Cape Town or the Cape region itself. You guys are local, am I correct? Yes, we're in Hearties. But I can tell you the amount of money we've spent on visiting Cape Town and the wineries is the same as a property price over there. And we got tired of that. We got tired mm. of having to travel down. And through our schmoozing, through our friendships and getting into it, felt like our own family. Okay. We all decided, let's bring the Cape to our own doorstep. That's what no, people can't travel. People are scared to travel. And actually, we shouldn't travel. We should try and stay safe. But you yeah. don't have to compromise on your experience. Basically, what we're having here today is a Cape experience in the Northwest with wine, with oysters, good company. Beautiful nature, Beautiful great nature. weather. Great weather, actually. Just yeah. look at this blue sky. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, so basically what you do, the people that are yearning for this experience down at the coast, you brought it to them. Yeah, that's a good thing because COVID is not our friend. What more can you tell us? What have we skipped? Oh, well, like uh, we, <laughs> we talked about the oyster route a little bit earlier, mm. and African Swiss is the first spot. But we, we've known Michael and his team for so long, and we're so excited about what's happening with them moving forward. What you see now, yeah. it's beautiful. It, it is. It's in nature, it's great. But now the thing is, we're building a mountain deck. Oh. Little vertical tram like you get in Turkey, like you get in Europe. Yeah. Vertical tram, 150 meters up. Mountain deck. Beautiful view. It will be the best view of the dam. There you go. So, and that's a reason to come out and to come and explore. Exactly. Top down, vertical tram, best view. I think people might not even want to leave here to do the rest of the oyster route, to be honest. <laughs> Start your stay here. But yeah, you come here and, and these are great friends to have. And even if you bring in somebody always has a friend that they don't do oysters, yeah. if you can't convert them, you can give them great German food. That, that's true. Yeah. That is very true. I think that's a, it's a plus point. But if you mix it up, you get a good combination. <laughs> so I'm having the wine list in front of me. So these wines are specifically picked, as I can say, 
for today's experience with the oysters. Yes, uh, we're actually launching a boutique wine menu. And if you don't mind, I think we can give a, a little bit of a wine tasting. Please go ahead, yeah. And would you like to join us to hear a little bit more about the wines on the day? You are very welcome. Glad Thank that you, you so like much. oysters, everything as much as we do. Like I said, today we're launching this first boutique wine menu in the wine bar at African Swiss. You're not going to find these wines in liquor stores. Because selected carefully crafted with the winemakers, with the different vineyards, to go with the fresh oysters and the different meals. Okay, so for your first glass, first tasting, and I'm sure uh, Ruan and Teresa will also enjoy these. First option is a sea salted, a critical sea salted Sauvignon Blanc 2020. This is a beautiful, light, mineral Sauvignon Blanc. People love a Sauvignon Blanc. This thing is made for everything that comes out of the ocean. I've found boxes at home. Really, you get the ocean breeze, a little bit of fainboss, a little bit of kelp. Mm. This, you can't go wrong with a sea salt and it has a beautiful label. <laughs> Then our second option on our first glass menu with the Paribas Dryland Collection Pinot Noir Chardonnay. Now, people like a blush wine, so trendy, so beautiful with the amber colors. Yeah. This is what they go for. Traditionally, a champagne is made of three grapes Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and a Pinot Meunier. Pinot Meunier, we don't do a lot in South Africa, but here you have two of the three, right? It's beautiful. I personally love it with prawns. Great, great wine to have. Also, when you do oysters with a mignonette. Beautiful. Amazing. There you go. Now, number three. And I think this is the last, second last bottle because it's that amazing. It's a blank bottle moment of silence. It's a white blend made up of Chenin Blanc, Grenache Blanc, and a Viognier. A blank bottle is not an odd burns, not an unlabeled. This is a cult wine. This is kind of a big deal. The winemaker Peter got so frustrated with people caring more about a label than they did about the wine. Because mm. one of his friends came to him one day at his winery and she was frustrated. She said, Peter, just give me a nice glass of red wine. Everybody wants to give me a Shiraz. Don't want a Shiraz. I had a tough day. Just give me a red wine. And he gave her a red wine and it was the best one she's ever had. And it was a Shiraz. So that's where the blank bottle came from. Now he has 26 wines. 20 of the 26 have a rating of between 92 to 94 on the Atkins scale. Scan this on Vivino. This is a really good wine. I think this is a 4.1. For this price point, it's and it has a wax cork. I mean, gee, give me a wax thing. They sold. Um, so lovely, a little bit heavier, a little bit, a little bit more of wood. So um, that works with a lot of the other dishes as well. And then, how can you have oysters without some bubbly? Mm -hmm. For the day, to start with, we start with a Tanu Giselle. It's named after the winemaker's first winemaker's daughter, and. I have this breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes, champagne breakfast if you have to uh, justify it somehow. But it's it's a beaut. I was lucky enough to talk to the winemaker on the farm, and he said, I said, I love it. I have it with everything. And he mm. said, well, then you have to try it with freshly shucked oysters. So that's a great way to start. Sauvignon Blanc, not a standard Sauvignon Blanc. One 
crisp from the ocean. Beautiful Pinot Noir Chardonnay, not your average flush. This is something Different. you'll never forget. Moment of silence. Yes, my boyfriend always says he wants a moment of silence and now can't even give this to him because it's almost sold out. <laughs> and then the Giselle. So here we have four of the new wines. Um, Mo, the blank bottle, we have another one. It's the Boerberg. Uh, I can tell you a little bit more about Peter later, but Boerberg is the name of the mountain where the grapes come from. And you will see, he does all the labels himself. He did his first label on word. That one is sketched, hand right. So you will see the little mountain, but it looks out on a farm, the Tuerfontein or Tuerland, can't remember, I'm not studious. Um, but that farm has been in the family for seven generations. So you will see, seven oh, that's cool. generations. That's so cool. This is a little bit heavier, but it's a beautiful wine. Have this with a fondue. Beautiful. Fruit die for. Um, we also have the Kiermont Terrasse. Oh, I'm a big fan of Kiermont, Stellenbosch area. I think it's in Blauchipendalian and Stellenbosch. I think so. Can't go wrong with that one. Also a white blend, but yo, it's amazing. Um, I think that's actually what I'm switching to in, when this one's done. <laughs> and then we have the Vergelegen MMV Brut. And the, this is kind of a big deal, not a lot made. Can't find this in, in other places. We struggled, we found the farm, we found the distributors, we only managed to get two cases for the day. Sure. I think we're almost out. If anything is left, I said, I want to take it home, it's mine. But unfortunately, I think it's almost out because this is an absolutely beautiful, phenomenal MTC um, 2015 day. So those are the options, but let's get back to the drinking today here <laughs> to kick off your experience. She knows her stuff, right? Of course she does. That's her business. But Madeleine gave us a nice rundown of the wines, as you've heard, and just to basically enhance your experience at the Oyster Festival. Next up would be myself and Teresa tasting some of the wine. Now, Teresa took the Kanu Gazelle. She gave a rundown on that. And I went with the Moment of Silence. Amazing wine. First up, the Kanu Gazelle. It's uh, crunchy green apples, bouquet with a hint of lemon peel with vibrant acidity, lemon zest and some mineral undertones. A clean and refreshing finish. This wine goes beautifully with freshly sucked <laughs> oysters or simply on its own celebrating life. Okay, is this what you experience when you taste it? It's definitely crisp. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a soft, because it's not very dry like a brut would be. Mm. So it's not dry. It's not unenjoyable. It's very enjoyable. It's actually a very soft, crisp type of sparkling. It's, it's definitely a, a, an enjoyable, soft in between this it's in between because it's not sweet but okay. it's not dry All right. but it is a soft but it's very crisp. easy crisp drinking white sparkling would wine. you suggest on drinking that on like with every meal or occasional with every occasional meal? i would say occasional even on weddings it's uh, a festive sparkling. so it's yes. basically a festive yes, sparkling yes. wine for you Right, the one that I've got is the moment of silence. It is what they say it is, it's a moment of silence. It's absolute 
It's amazing. It's actually <laughs> quite unexpected. It's expressive on the nose, as they say, with a palate. Captivating notes of blackcurrant, stone fruit and green apple, together with hints of feinbos and kelp. A sea breeze and a touch of oak. It's a sea salt that pairs well with the shellfish. This one goes with cheese. Now, my experience with the moment of silence is amazing. It is, it is friendly on the nose, it's good on the palate, it is well-rounded and it falls into place wherever you need it. If you're a white wine lover, then this one will not disappoint. It is fresh, off the palate. Much like the Giselle, which is crisp and fresh. I've also tasted that and it is really amazing. So, as far as the white wines and the, the sparkling wines go, these two are surprisingly great. I have to add though, um, mm. I am not much of a wine drinker, especially when it comes to dry or a sourly tasted wine. And uh, the, silence, uh, the moment of silence wine is a very smooth, soft, easy, dry tasting wine. Um, I, would, I would actually enjoy a glass a glass of, of that well, with, with a meal uh, <laughs> or even just uh, by occasion if you want to just sit back and relax there you go it's a surprising one it's captivating so more on this later right after the whole wine tasting experience for myself and Teresa we decided to take a walk on the premises of African Swiss and what we saw was absolutely amazing of course, with the old COVID regulation, social distancing was taken in, in consent. So everybody was sitting in their own little groups. Masks, we saw masks, we saw sanitizing, the whole bit. But more what we saw was people having a fantastic time. And that is what mattered the most. So we took a chance and spoke to Mike, the proprietor of African Swiss. Okay, so now we're having a chat with Mike Moneygold, he's proprietor owner of African Swiss in Artbeespert. Mike, how are you? Exhausted. You look <laughs> exhausted. You've been on your feet the whole day? No, if you if you if you chuck hundreds of wild oysters and hundreds of cultivated oysters and there are so many clients and if you if you if you look around this is what we are pumping, right? Yeah. Everyone wants to have an oyster, more oysters. And, and then we <laughs> cook the oysters and we have a rocket full of oysters. Yeah. I am basically dead. I'm a dead zombie. man walking. A zombie on Because, the, you know, especially the, um, the wild oysters, yeah. they have an incredible hard shell. Exactly. And they don't give you any breathing. You know, the, the, yeah. the, they, they are... All of them are very unique, and you have to look at them. How the bloody hell can I open? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, I do that since uh, eight years. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So we, we brought basically the fresh oysters into into Brodelstrom. Yeah. And uh, happily, I found now uh, Oyster Bay uh, and uh, very nice people who, who uh, bring in that uh, beautiful uh, thing yeah. for us because it's it's difficult you know especially after mm. COVID you know especially because yeah. there, there were so many suppliers went bankrupt and mm. uh, I mean wild oysters is super scarce uh, these are fishermen which are actually going out when the when the sea is out yes and then they collect them but you know for for nearly a year 
there was no choice that I could get them. There was just no way. And we do not serve any frozen oysters. oysters. Yeah. Try to keep them as fresh as you can. No, they have to be alive. They have to be alive. And if that means they are alive. You know, so they don't know that they're already dead. It's actually <laughs> because they're swimming in their little seawater, yeah. hoping that they will the Pacific or the Atlantic will come back. Yeah, and then they can open up again, and then the fresh seawater comes in again, the where they can renew the cycles. So this every, I think it's every eight hours. Speaking so. of COVID, yeah. I have to ask: It's been a year now, to date. It's been a year with the lockdown. Mm-hmm. How have you guys coped during the whole COVID pandemic? As a business, as African Swiss, look, it's it, it it's a little bit, and I hope it doesn't sound arrogant, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we were always into food yeah. and not into alcohol. There you go. And when you have 70% alcohol turnover, mm. you can't sell alcohol. There you go. You have a problem. Yes. We have 30% alcohol. Yes, we have the greatest beer, German, but we are into cooking and we're not into drinking. And you know, because we also specialize actually in German food. I mean, yes. really authentic food. We make our own sausages. We make a real proper Schweinsachse, not a, yeah. not a strange little ice pine. And we have a huge reputation for our food because we are very proud of what we do. Mm. And it wasn't easy. I mean, it's not way that without actually, and I say that loud and I hopefully <laughs> not getting, without faith, without God on our sides. Yes. And it might be, sounds very strange, Maybe people say, who the heck, what is there? But I tell you, without it, no way we would have gone through this one. Exactly. It's a, bit of, a little bit of faith. Gives a, it's a lot of faith. A lot of faith. It's a lot of faith. Because, you know, there is nothing. You don't even know what they're doing. Mm. The government does this, then the government does that, and then, then it's this uh, obstacle, and then you have that obstacle. And, and, and this insecurity. Yeah. If, if, if you don't have a, a, a strong binding to to actually, if I'm allowed to say that, mm. God, yeah. I mean, why, where did, every single day is a nightmare. Exactly. And happily, we do have, uh, uh, we have that face, and that's why we're here since 17 years. I mean, we opened up 2004. There you go. That's not the first little crisis we overcome. Yeah. You know, one of the oldest uh, restaurants in Hart of is the same owner. Really? Looked a little bit more beautiful when I came. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, we, we mature with age. No, no, we're getting old. And <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I mean, the the the, 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 um, the muscles give in. I mean, we, yeah. we're working 16 hours a day, and the preparation, and 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 uh, and this uh, preparation, and 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 to, to make. I mean, you saw the restaurant. Mm. I mean, how beautiful is this? It's beautiful. Right? The setting. I love the setting. I mean, the, how fantastic is the garden? Right. Beautiful. I mean everything immaculate, and if you if you have been inside, I mean that is that is mind blowing, right? Exactly. This is not a little. <laughs> no, it's not a, it's not a bistro. It's no, it's, it's a, beautiful. It the is setting really is really beautiful, and our new wine bar is is wow, right? That's well, it's I, amazing. I must even say that, and I should I should I may, maybe I flush now a little bit, but this <laughs> is what this is just great, and uh, you know it's just the beginning. Uh, we. For 17 years ago, I already wanted to have terraces hmm. to overlook the uh, the, the, uh, the dam. Yeah, because we have certain 13 hectares, right? And okay. I only could actually uh, do one and a half hectares. And now with my uh, new friends and partners, hmm. uh, we're going really big, and okay. we're going to build three terraces nice. where you have the most incredible view. 
So you can just park your car underneath. It's a little bit of a binicular that goes up yeah. and you just sit there, you have your beer. That will be hopefully within the next three months. Okay. Uh, and I think it's going to be in a super killer because it's one of the problems in how to be We have these most amazing views. Views, but where? Where, see, do, where, you, where do you find it? I mean, how many people say that, do you see the, the dam? And they say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, where is a restaurant where we can see the diamond? There are a couple, there is a couple yeah. I think. But uh, very limited actually for what the essence is of Hartis. Hartis mm. is that lake, and I, I don't want to call it a dam. Mm. It's a lake. It's a lake. Because no one sees that bloody wall. And <laughs> it is so beautiful. I mean, I, I must tell you, I have been all over the world. Mm because I've been a creative director, film producer, that's where I made my money, that's why I now can enjoy what I what you enjoy. Do, what you want to do. What I want to do, I always wanted to be a cook, now I can do it. There is nothing more beautiful than how to be a sport. So this nothing is your jewel. This is your jewel. We are, are 8 billion generating for South Africa, 8 billion rand on tourism. We are number two after Cape Town. There you go. I mean, who who presents, who produces such figures? Exactly. I mean, this is our little place. We should be proud of it and not yes. running it down. There is a little bit of this, <laughs> dirt and like. This is a jewel. And I tell you one thing now, it's a smart city coming in Lanseria. That's correct. With, with all these people actually moving in, young families. We have so mm. many young families now because they, they, they work from home and our online system uh, are, are making everything so easy. And yeah. you know, you want to do that in an environment which is so perfect like this. And you have the best climate because we're only on 1400 meters. That's correct. That means we have wild, uh, mild winters. Mm -hmm. uh, not like in Joburg where you have to freezing the cap on. And yeah, there you, go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, going out, right? We have beautiful summers. The yeah. rain, because we have, we are so green now mm. uh, and there's so many, so many trees and, and, and it's just, yeah, it's I mean, beautiful. it's paradise. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that deck when it's finished, that the you terraces will, that you, you will guys. be blown away. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> now tell me about today. Yeah. This is the first oyster festival in the northwest, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah. How would you rate it? I mean, this is. I mean, the turnout is, is incredible, isn't it? it? Well, I can look around. There's a lot of people. <laughs> the turnout is amazing. So, yeah. this is the first, which is actually a successful one. Yes. And yeah. this I hope everyone agrees with me. Maybe, maybe they say, like, "Oh, look! I had to wait for my oysters." But you, a little bit. But I mean, a little bit of patience ah, goes ah. a long way. <laughs> a little and bit. These of beautiful wines we, we present yeah, at ISIS. Right? This is amazing. The pairing has gone well. The turn up is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and this is post COVID. This is after the old COVID struck and us know, down. We, we are in, 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 in a social distancing restaurant, actually one of the mm. first. In, we were always social distancing. Correct. Because we have always these beautiful tables in the bushes, right? Yeah. Where people can hide and a little bit uh, and be fall in love and be romantic. <laughs> you know? We're not crowded in a, in a, in a no. concrete little jungle no. and, uh, with glass fronts and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's not running down anyone else. But, but you true. see, it is nature. This is what you want when you, when you actually come from mm. Santon, when you come from Pretoria. You want to connect again to nature. And Correct. Uh, this is what we are all about. I have Pretoria. to ask, yeah. Yeah. African Swiss. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not oblivious, but why? African Swiss. It's so simple. It's the Swiss in Africa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say, 
oh, you make African food. And they say, yeah, of course I make African food because uh -huh. I have the most beautiful wife, which is African, and she is a sensational cook. Uh -huh. She is one of the best you will ever have. So kind of Man Mandela level. <laughs> so we do that also once a month, uh, you know, where we have mm. just African food, real, okay. real, authentic. And uh, yeah. And then there's the German food, the German German, beer. so it, it, it was then... I, I called it then German Swiss. You see, okay. so sometimes it's a little bit uh, German. because I just didn't want to have the kind of uh, confusion. Okay. Because we do everything ourselves. I mean, like I said, the sausages—they are 100% authentic because these are 120-year-old uh, recipes. Sure. When you are a Swiss, you come here, right? And you get a Servola, yeah. right? And I'm not making you a Servola. Servola is the nationwide sausage in Switzerland. Okay. Right? Everyone, you can buy it in every little provinces. We have 26 provinces. Okay. In a space that is three times Gauteng. Yeah, it's three times if you're Gauteng. not correct with your recipe, they will, they will kill you. Because <laughs> in the car, they're already thinking about the sausages. They know exactly how it what tastes. What they want. No, they, that they grow up with. Yeah. You see that we, we have very often lost our culture. If you, you look at the burros, and, and, and I'm not saying mm. degrading it, but I mean, I'm sorry if I'm correct. A burros has no pork inside. And yours? It's is... it's, it's lamb and beef. Mm. You see, and and, and, and once you in every burros. It's, 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 you do not recognize it in a way. It's, it's, it's like Freddie Hirsch. Uh, yeah, like uh, it's authentic. These things are so authentic that you think you're in Switzerland. That's what counts. Yeah, that was counts. So you keep it as close to home as you can. Because uh, that's why we authentic. have so many German people. That's why we have so many Swiss people. Because when they come here, even the cheese is non-processed. I mean, who serves non-processed cheese? It is so bloody expensive, it, 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 it crunches your shoes, but <laughs> I'm not going to eat processed cheese. <laughs> I'm not, I, I refuse. I refuse. I'd rather have a little Gruyere for, for, I don't know, <laughs> the kilo price I think is now 600 or 1,400. Something like that, yeah. Okay, it's, it's, but I have 50 gram of it. There you go. You don't need 200. No. Right? And, and that is like where we come from, you know, a European like me. Mm. We love eating. We do. We we want beautiful food. Exactly. And and, and not just pre-made and the only thing that counts is fast and and mm -hmm. cheap. No. Another thing why why so many restaurants presumably have look, I tell you one thing. Mm. The crisis with the restaurant has started long no. time before COVID. Okay. Because the identity was not there. Everyone which are, I mean, we have, we have lots of 4,000 restaurants. Mm. A couple of them, absolutely incredible restaurants. But a lot of them, which we can really well live without. Agreed. Because they, what did they do? Different. They, they are, they, What's they, the identity? The delivery, yeah, the, the delivery car is outside, right? And then you have there the you crumb go. prawn, and the same crumb prawn you have down the road. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> the burger patty is also there. And then the chicken wing is also the, exactly the same one you get 200 meters down the road. Mm. I mean, come on. There's a, let's, let's have a variety. Let's have people who are passionate about what they about do food. and cook. How about cooking for a change? There you go. So basically, what I can sense of African Swiss is it has its own identity. Yes. And that, that is what makes it unique. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I, you look at the setting, you look at everything else, you look at the turnout today, 
Martin. And you look at man, you look at the menu. Yeah. It has its own identity. And have you seen unhappy people? Not one. And that's not the wine speaking. I, I can show you one. It's <laughs> sitting over there in the corner. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm actually fascinated by the fact that you guys have kept alive through all of it and managed to have a turnout today, like I've seen. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised and standing in awe. Thank you. That this is actually a success. It's a success. To me, from my point of view, it's a success. Hundred percent. Will you do this again? You can't ask me that today because <laughs> because you're dead in your I feet. I chuck too many oysters, <laughs> right? I really chuck too many oysters. I mean, the idea to to do that tomorrow again in that kind of amount gives me goose pimples. Eh? Yeah. Uh, well, tomorrow we'll come. But you see, we we will have other festivals around uh, mm. uh, Hartebeer Sport. Yeah. Uh, because that is the whole idea. I mean, the, the oyster route is a brilliant idea. It's a brilliant idea. Brilliant idea because we have to work together. It's mm. not one restaurant against another. Exactly. It is you come here because you're getting finally good food, fresh, beautiful done, and with passion. With How passion. beautiful can that be? Because one restaurant in the desert out there would never ever work. Mm -mm. We have we have to just rethink, and the idea is of the oyster is brilliant. It is. It's super brilliant. And for me, who loves to go out mm. to other restaurants as well, of course, incognito, and I have mm. a little mask on, <laughs> so they don't recognize, they recognize me all the time. <laughs> Hi, Mike, how are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> oh, Michael is here. Oh. Be on your place, he's here. <laughs> Let's cook better, he's such, a, <laughs> such an ass. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> But if it's if it's if it's the persona, I mean, I am the kindest because I know what what's behind. There you I know, go. you know what? The only thing that makes me angry is ignorance. 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 It's and not carelessness. Ignorance is not bliss. No, not all the now, time. Now, if you're into this game because of the money, mm. get out of the game because you it, know, has to you, be it has to be about your guests. You know what? I I tell you one thing. You know? mm. There are a lot of chefs, cooks and so on. They're always proud of what they do and some of them are really, really excellent. But I tell you one thing. Mm. If you go out with someone you really love, it's not about the food. Mm. It's not about that. It's about not being disturbed mm. by bad, bad service and bad yeah. rest, uh, 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 dishes, right? Yeah. Because you go out because you want to have the experience contact have with the your experience. with your loved ones there you, go. you want to go with your family and have a great thing it's not about us how celebrity yeah maybe the, the kind of celebrity chefs and, and cooks and blah 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 and blah mm. blah blah at the end of the day is about you coming to a restaurant and have fun and going out there and say wow that this was, was great. fantastic that's the idea and you don't want to have it just one restaurant you want to have go too hard like in front show you you go to Cape Town mm. my god I mean how many beautiful restaurants are in the Cape there's a lot one after another one after another we've been not too long ago I mean, it's, it's isn't it incredible the lifestyle you can live the happiness you can you can have mm. I mean we earn our money so hard so hard and I mean especially after the bloody COVID nonsense <laughs> no one wants to give us a job that, yeah. anymore right yeah. You, you don't want to spend it for nothing. You want to have an experience and you want to have something nice. We'll take it back with you and yes, say, you know what? Say, hey, that was a great, that was great. great afternoon, great evening. Well, even today I'm having a great time. Thank you very much. And I love the setting. And you haven't eaten the oyster yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually trying to gear myself up for this one. <laughs> I'm looking at it. You never had an oyster. I right? actually had ah! one one. 
a long time ago. <laughs> well, it was terrible because she was dead. It was frozen. No, God, no. no that's, uh, that's the. That's my no, first oyster no. experience. Was a frozen one. You see, the first oyster experience is important because it it creates that mindset. Mm. So if you have a dead oyster, which is one of the worst experiences, you must not. When the do oyster dies, she creates just before she dies, she creates slime, mm. right? And then she becomes a little bit like a like a muscle. Yeah, yeah. It's vodka. Yeah. Right? That's why you have to put it into vodka, presumably. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't even like Tabasco on it, you see. I eat the oyster as God made them. Straight right? up. Straight up, yeah. But you have to chew it because it's an exquisite, beautiful fruit of the sea. Mm. We don't know if we, how long we actually still can have it, mm. right? We have to be thankful for this for what beautiful can thing. Get. Because, yeah. Our Absolutely. children maybe have to pay for this ten so, times more. Somewhere down the line. Yeah, because it's not there anymore. It's not there. It's, yeah. it's a tragedy, actually. No, it's not. There will be something else. Everyone, every generation has its own. Something else. Yeah. As long as it's not fabricated. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, thank you so much. You're very welcome. And I'm, I'm actually glad that we had the opportunity to speak and that I can come here today oh. as your guest. Oh. And now that you're my guest, I thank you for the time. I am very glad that you, that you care about us. Thank I you do. very much. I actually do. I support the support the local initiative. Good. This is my whole idea with the podcast. Yeah. So hopefully this draws people in to come and visit African Swiss. And let's just hope for the best and good luck. No, thank you. I don't need luck, I need blessings. You need blessings, so be blessed. I will be blessed. Thank you so much. Same to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So right after I spoke to Mike, we decided to chuck an oyster to be away from you okay corner away from me yeah okay and then you it's like a spoon okay and then you look like this and then yeah. you shovel it in That's it. and then you chew and then i chew it yeah okay and don't worry she is just dying <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay so i'm gonna squeeze lemon on this one yeah the whole thing like so then you can have a little damasco i wouldn't you wouldn't no okay, I'm gonna, I'm, this I'm is gonna a wild oyster i'm gonna do it your way then you can always have the other one as well. Okay, so I'm gonna have to yeah. squeeze this off into my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Got some shell in my mouth. <laughs> Mike! Mike! <laughs> oh, Interesting. One of the most beautiful tastes you can have. Bursts with flavor, actually. I have to say, tasting an oyster for the first time, a fresh oyster that is, quite an experience, something I will remember for a long time. Um, it is absolutely an experience that anybody should try, especially when it pairs off with a fantastic wine like the one I had with the oyster, the Moment of Silence wine. The overall experience at the African Swiss this weekend was amazing. You can follow African Swiss on Instagram at African Swiss underscore or Oyster Bay Co. on Instagram as well. Oyster Bay, you spell the bay B-A-E, not B-A-Y. Follow them on Instagram, see more to that. And uh, just when you visit the Northwest province, make sure to support the local. Go visit African Swiss. It will be an experience you will always remember. The last stop we made was talking to a bagpiper called Bongani. That's right, he calls himself the Black Piper. 
Okay, so now I'm speaking to Bongani, Black Piper. He's the guy that plays the bagpipes today at the Oyster Festival at African Swiss. And I need to ask you, how did you get into playing the bagpipes? Awesome. Uh, good evening to you and to your listeners. As, as, as you have already said, my name is Black Piper. Mm -hmm. I am originally from Soweto. Oh, yeah. I played. I started playing the bagpipes the year 2015. Sure. This instrument is so uh, so exciting to know about. I was I was introduced in the military. Serious? Yes. Uh, I was told that uh, hey Joe, we don't have we don't have contracts here. Mm. You only have. I'm a musician. You okay. only have uh, drumming and piping i was like okay i know the drums mm -hmm. but the piping part of it i don't know what is that so uh, i asked what is the what are those pipes they mm -hmm. told me that is bagpipes bagpipes are, uh, are the it's an instrument originating from scotland correct so uh, there are few people here in south africa who are playing bagpipes which i'm one of them mm. so it took me about a year to to learn Sure. the bagpipes it's a very uh, exciting instrument it has a bag it's bags and yeah. pipes it's a bag that you fill air into it mm -hmm. and then when you press it it comes out the sound coming out mm. the sound coming out from the three ten, the three drones which is the two tenor drones yeah. is an outer and a middle tenor then there's a bass drone okay. then uh, for 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 me to take a year to learn the instrument it's because of the chanter the notes part of it yeah that could be difficult eh? that's very difficult and uh, you can imagine like you are doing all uh, you are you are blowing your air into yeah. the bag and then you're controlling the sound on the on the drone so that it, it stays constant okay then uh, you get into the chanter the chanter that's where you play the notes yeah. so that's why it took me so long to learn it otherwise uh, it's a very exciting instrument to play and for me as a black man mm. uh, grew, growing up at Soweto I've always wanted to be uh, to not to be like everyone be I wanted to do something dif different. different okay yes yeah, so I, I I saw it as a challenge and then I did that challenge in the military I passed the examination yeah. so uh, now I've been playing bagpipes for about six years six which is very interesting people love it I have music uh, on YouTube, mm? you just type Black Piper, and then you'll see some kwasa kwasa there. <laughs> it put, you're taking it to the ghetto. There we we're go. taking the bagpipes, we're bringing it from Scotland, mm. we're bringing it to here. Making it an original sound. Original, original. So I have music, you can follow me on every uh, media platform. Okay. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as Black Piper. And then you will also go to YouTube. There's a music video that I've already done. Oh. Yes, I'm Fantastic. also available for bookings. Okay. You can just contact these numbers 074 33 I'm going to say them again mm -hmm. 074 33 Thank you so much for your time. And uh, just one question though Was it complex to learn the bagpipes? I mean, you say you, you took a year. Yes. Was it a, a little bit more complex to, 
Uh, bagpipe is the second hardest instrument to learn. What's the first? It's harp. For real? Yes. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, it's, it, that's, how, that's why I took a year to learn the instrument. Well, you're better than me. I would probably take two years or more. <laughs> I know, it just depends on how much you practice. So with me, mm. I practice each and every day. I go to work doing bagpipes. Mm. I come, I eat bagpipes. I, I am in the military. I'm serving in the military okay. as a SEMS member, which is the South African Military Health Services. Oh, so what we do exactly, you may ask yourself, why is it uh, music in the military? Mm. Aren't you supposed to be having a... Uh, weapons and all that. Mm. Yes, we are trained to be soldiers. Mm. Yet I chose a career path, which yeah. is my profession. I chose music. There you go. So I heal through the power of music. Fantastic. I'm gonna say it again. I heal through the power of music. Fantastic. Thank you so much for this, and it was very interesting to meet you. It was fantastic to see you play, and I was astounded by the fact that you play the bagpipes. That was that caught my interest so bad. So I wanted to speak to you and I thank you so much for it. And good luck. I hope that you find success with your bagpipe. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Ruan. No problem. You keep safe. Bye. So that in a nutshell was our day, our visit at the African Swiss Oyster Festival this past weekend. It was an amazing experience, something I will always remember and hope to be invited to more functions like these that make sense in order to support your local initiative. I mean, everything during COVID, after COVID, after the lockdowns that everybody suffered through, I, I feel that businesses deserve a chance to thrive. People deserve a chance to thrive. So thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. It's been a whole lot of minutes, a couple of minutes, and uh, that's our day just taken into context very short and sweet and what happened after off the mic well more fun and games after that but we didn't record that unfortunately <laughs> met some colorful people at the oyster festival and i do hope that if you are living in south africa and you come this way you visit the african swiss restaurant have a look around enjoy the german cuisine the african cuisine the german beer and whatever they have on the menu that you fancy and if you're flying in from overseas, do make a point to come and visit the Northwest. We have jewels that you can visit here. So stay safe and keep well. Bye for now. <laughs>